I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 show. Taxi drivers have their say about rude passengers. More after Madonna. There's Madonna. Holiday vibes on a Tuesday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. 086 1800 658 if you'd like to reach out and get in touch. And it seems the taxi drivers are having their say, aren't they? Oh yeah. You know all those times you stumble into a taxi and you ask them stupid things like, are you busy tonight? Oh, that weather's awful, isn't it? Or when you start munching and crunching and slobbering your chips and garlic sauce and everything all over the back of the car. Well, they have had their say now. Oh yeah. Uber has revealed the best and worst rated areas in Ireland for passenger behaviour. And the worst area, one of them, looking at you Navin, just saying, just saying, you must be slobbering them curry chips all over the back of the car. Uh, They say that the worst areas for what they have does their top peeves, right? Smoking, smoking in the taxi, eating food and of course aggressive behaviour. Uh, apparently the worst is Cork's Rochestown, Bray Minute, Navin is in there and Portobello. While the best areas include Balbriggan, go on Balbriggan, Limerick's Castle Troy, Blanchardstown and Oran Moor and Drod is in there as well as the most pleasant places to pick passengers up. This is according to driver ratings. So they've disclosed this and uh, you might have heard it there in the news. It was also uh, according to the Irish Independent these different areas. So Balbriggan coming out on top with the best rated passengers followed by Limerick Suburb, Castle Troy, Dockey in Dublin, Dockey in Dublin, no surprise there. Rath Mines in Dublin comes out the worst with the rudest or most irritating passengers uh, followed by Stony Batter, Corks, Rochestown and Wicklow's Bray. So the, right, the ratings come from the driver and anyone who uses Uber can see their own individual rating from the driver's in-app settings. So I don't know if you'd want to look at that or not, but there you go. Uh, They say the worst thing is when passengers obviously rude and aggressive, when they eat in the vehicle or ask to smoke. In this day and age now, with smoking bans and all the rest, people are still smoking in taxis. I did not know that. The worst is when people want to eat their chips and garlic sauce in the back or don't put on a seatbelt ah come on and slam the door says James Quinn he's a taxi driver from Limerick the all too familiar are you busy tonight ah come on lads I know we don't know what to say do you know what I mean we don't know what to say to you when we get into the back of the taxi that's the truth 
it's like this you get in and you they accept the fare and it's like great fantastic you click the seatbelt on and it's just like you sit back in the seat and go I don't want to say it I don't want to say it but I'm going to say it are you busy tonight? <laughs> Taxi drivers of the northeast, tell us what to say. We don't know what to say when we're stuck there in the back of the car and our garlic chips are burning our, you know, knees and we're, the smell of them's wafting everywhere and we just want to eat them. And you don't like that. I understand. But, you know, the need is there. The smell's in the car anyway. Do you know what I mean? But I can understand if you're cleaning up garlic sort of dip and chips and things in the back of the car. Not the best. Not the best. Uh, so look, they don't like that. They don't like the, are you too, are you busy tonight? <laughs> uh, the best ones, uh, the best passengers, by the way, are on the ball waiting at the pickup spot. And they have a respectful attitude, says James Quinn, the taxi driver from Limerick. So, you know... Maybe we could learn a thing or two. So number one on the list, rude or aggressive passengers, not appreciated. Eating in the car, do not let the breakfast croissant or evening kebab end up all over the seat, says Uber. Asking to smoke with the window open, ah no. Play music loudly on your phone, okay, right. It is never a good idea to treat the car as an after party. What about the before party, taxi drivers? You know, we're sort of in the Christmas buzz, you know. We might have had a cheeky Prosecco at home, we want to kind of belt out a bit of Mariah and we sort of love when you're on board with that but I can understand if I'm the 500th customer that evening that is doing that so okay I'm going to respect that slamming the door come on now treat the driver's vehicle with respect I'm on board with that refusing to put the seatbelt on another thing come on now we need to be buckling up that is very you know irresponsible of us not doing that so there you go they don't like this so taxi drivers listening because I know a fair few of you are listening because I often get lifts with you and you tell me that you listen in, which I really appreciate what can we be talking to you about do you know besides the are you busy tonight and then look it's probably going to be guaranteed that I'm going to follow that up with have you all the Christmas shopping done I, I, there's nothing like else I, to say so give me something. 086-1800-658. Taxi drivers, I'm giving you the platform on the show this morning. Now, this is a song that I've yet to play on 11 to 1 for Christmas for shame. She uh, debuted this on Graham Norton and none other than my mother told me that I need to play this because uh, she was playing it on repeat the last little while. It's Cher with her Christmas hit. Christmas season. Oh, I'm loving that one. DJ play a Christmas song from Cher. That woman is amazing. Like what age is she? In her 70s. Still belting out hits like that. Absolutely fantastic. Now, would you like to go along to see Jake Carter and a host of stars in Beauty and the Beast? Of course you would. It's the Beauty and the Beast panto. It's happening in the Lark Concert Hall in Balbriggan. Details of tickets and how you can win coming your way plus I've got music from Lewis Capaldi The 11 to 1 show Craig obviously a taxi driver has been on 086-1800-658 we're just wondering you know like what else should we talk to taxi drivers about instead of the usual oh you're busy you're all set for the Christmas We, we need some sort of unusual you know different content don't we the back of the taxi driver Craig is saying we also don't want to know all about that fella that you just left outside the pub either alright fair enough Craig Craig is not into talking about our love lives in the back of the taxi either I thought taxi drivers were great for um, you know advice that sort of stuff no you're not into that either okay keep them coming we want suggestions 
what can we talk to you about taxi drivers let us know 086-1800-658 just want to let you know Age Friendly Loud they are holding a climate action workshop in the Ferries Hotel Dundalk that is happening this Thursday from 10am until 3 admission is free and it is suited to anyone who has an interest in climate change and the environment or for members of tidy towns groups residents associations that kind of thing so you need to book your place Uh, you can do so by emailing them if you email agefriendly at loudcoco.ie or you can phone them up 042 932 4389 so that's 042 932 4389 I wish you the best Lewis Capaldi wish you the best I want to send you along to the panto yeah LMFM has teamed up with the Institute of Music and Song to give one of you each day a set of tickets to Beauty and the Beast in the Lark Concert Hall, Balbriggan. It is the Panto and it's running from now until the 30th of December. And the Beast is played by none other than Jake Carter. Fantastic. There's a host of stars in there. We have Katie Weir as well, Ireland's rising star of the West End. She's Belle and Pamela Uba, Miss Ireland winner of 2021. She is the Enchantress and it is playing uh, pretty much every night at 7pm. So right up until the 30th of December, thelark.ie for more information. So I have another question for you today. Is this true or false? A clock is among the household items that comes to life in the film adaptations of Beauty and the Beast. A clock is among the household items that comes to life in the film adaptations of Beauty and the Beast. Is that true or is it false? 086-1800-658 for your answers, please. And we'll pick a winner towards the end of the show. There's the cores with Runaway on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, this is going to get us very much in the festive mood. I am very excited to be chatting once again to actor, singer and writer Julia Crosby. She is from Dundalk, but uh, she is going to be in Drogheda um, next week for a very, very special evening, just filled with sort of Christmas song and she's going to read from classic Christmas tales as well. So we're going to catch a word with Juliet next. The 11 to 1 show. L-M-S-M. What better way to get into the festive mood than this Christmas than spending an evening being entertained by my next guest. She's an award-winning actor and singer, regularly performing with the RTE Concert Orchestra. She's coming home to Louth to perform an evening of Christmas favourites in the Drihad Arts Centre, Drogheda on Friday 22nd. Now, I've had the pleasure of watching this lady on stage and screen in her acting work. Now she's going to delight audiences with a night of carols, Christmas hits and readings of festive classics. I'm delighted to be joined by actor, singer, writer Juliet Crosby. She's on the line. How are you getting on? Hello, Sinead. How are you? Thank you for that absolutely gorgeous <laughs> bit of compliments for this thing on a, on a Tuesday morning. God, oh, listen, if I could get that every day, it'd be lovely. <laughs> I, just, we, we record it and we'll send it to you. It's just my little Thank gift you. to you because, you. Uh, yes. you know, I'm a big, big fan of yours. Now, I was absolutely raging, though, that I missed the <laughs> performance of Borderline, your work in progress. <laughs> uh, I was so, so disappointed to miss it. But this is your one woman musical that is just <laughs> going to be fantastic when it's ready to go. Hopefully, yeah, that's that's the hope at least. Um, and uh, thankfully, the wonderful Colette Farrell, who I'm pretty sure the whole town of Drogheda and the extended area of Louds know, uh, is the artistic director of Drogheda Arts Centre, has been incredibly kindly supporting 
um, my writing for a long time, for the last couple of years since since before COVID, and um, thankfully we'll continue to support it into into the year ahead as well, so that Borderline can have a life going forward as well. So, um, fingers crossed, we'll be we'll be uh, applying for some good big funding next year from the Arts Council, and we'll be in a position to put on a full production in the next. I won't put a window of time yeah. on it actually. I'll leave it nicely mysterious for people, but. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, really, really excited about it. It's about a, a, a subject I'm very passionate about. Obviously, it um, kind of plays around a lot in the world of mental health and yep. um, how people who are afflicted with it uh, ironically tend to live in a world where it gets exacerbated and then the condition itself, if it's already misunderstood, tends to um, be treated with even less respect and understanding. Um and every single person you encounter is a complex human psyche. So then put that on top of living in a world where everybody's expected to act kind of similarly mm-hmm. and have the same instincts about everything. And you're a person who's built with a system that just does not work that way. Um, and then try to, to cope and find a mirror in the world that you can understand yourself through and actually model your own behaviour off. Um, so as you can see, I, I literally get talking about it and I go off on one. Oh, so no, I, love I, it. I love it. I'm kind of fascinated by it. And the idea that I, I've been raised in musical theatre first before I trained as an actor in theatre itself mm-hmm. and um, I've wanted to write one for a long time. It's It's been kind of a gentle baby deer being born process. Yeah. Um, the whole, like, going to, being in theatre, being in film and TV, then going into writing theatre and then going, you know what, actually, I just want to write a musical. I don't necessarily want to write a play right now. I want to write a musical instead. And kind of going, okay, then you need to do that and you need to be okay with not just launching what you say, but also what you sing at the same time. And they need to be equally yeah. good and they need to be equally, equally in the right world to describe this world that you're writing so uh, I love giving myself a massive challenge as you can hear Yes I was just <laughs> going to say what the ch- what a challenge because this yeah. is pretty much a, a one woman show as well and as you say mm, writing yeah. the songs writing the script for this as well um, but I mean look at, I've seen the photographs for this right talk about mm. being made to, to, to do something like this because as you say musical theatre it's what you grew up with and I know very much that in your house uh, unlike other artists you were sort of pushed into the limelight weren't you? Well a little bit I suppose yeah I mean um, my mum was a singer she is a singer um, and uh, one of the best ones I've ever heard and I'm her biggest fan and uh, she trained in opera in the Royal Irish many years ago but she's been singing all her life and um, I grew up in a house listening to music and listening to song especially and um, was kind of put into my uncle's uh, musical that he wrote many years ago now. I think I was seven at the time it came out first, so uh, a good while ago. And it was about Matahari, the exotic dancer. And it was kind of a, we we would call it a musical, but it was almost kind of play with song territory as well because of how much uh, story was involved. It wasn't just all song. There was actual text and stuff as well. So um, I was put into that at eight and I literally caught the bug, so to speak. I loved it so much and I felt very at home on the stage and um, didn't do it for ages and then went back to it at about 15 in the Dundalk Musical Society and uh, got to do one show with her. I think we did The Sound of Music together and then I did a couple of pantos with them and they were so brilliant. They were so supportive as a, a crew and so brilliant, like if anybody has kids or, or they're in it themselves, uh, anything that's a local musical society or a local theatre society or dram sock or whatever is um, 
so brilliant just to get your muscles working in it yeah. and also even if you don't want to take it that seriously it's just good for your head I think Oh um, it so is it so is and, yeah. and nothing like getting to, together as a group to perform absolutely so you know was was Christmas then and Christmas music a big thing then for you growing up now because I'm a big fan like of you know like the classics like Gimme Bing Crosby mm. Gimme Judy Garland yeah. singing you know Wish You a Merry Little Christmas from Saint, Meet Me in St. Louis like you know I'm I'm all for that era yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it was just thinking as open associating there as you were asking that question. Um, at home, we we definitely listened to the music every single year. And I've been as I've been compiling the set list, I've realised it's really the genre of music that you listen to since you're about two or three subconsciously yeah. for the rest of your life, unless you're living under a rock or you live in a society where that's not listened to or engaged with at all, maybe. Um, but most of the Western world has heard this music since they were born in the back of their head. So every single year you're hearing this and that's kind of unheard of for any other genre of music other yeah. than like happy birthday and you know, I can't even think of anything else. Like even at Easter time there's no kind of go to Easter song. No. You know what I mean? Um so growing up I was I went to the Dundalk Grammar School and um I should give a massive shout out to Pamela O'Connor Monley who was my piano teacher and my choir mistress um in the grammar and everything that I learned about Christmas music and singing I learned from her and I learned from what she taught us in that choir um, and every year it was very much the classics now they weren't like the Hollywood glam classics mm. they were the the kind of uh, Protestant hymns or Catholic hymns yeah. that people were singing and I think people love those also there'll be less of that of an offering of that at the concert because I'm sadly I'm not a 12 part mixed choir um, <laughs> although I would love the capacity to do that or to hire that in fact um, but it, it is the most gorgeous music I think even if you're not necessarily into the secular side of things yeah. uh, it's just really really spiritual and wholesome for your for your heart I think to, to hear people singing in a group I think I saw uh, not to completely tangent, but I saw the most beautiful rendition of um, a men's choir in Dublin yesterday. They put it on Instagram singing um, Fairy Tale of New York. And oh, there's about maybe thought, 15 yeah, yeah. of them in uh, harmony. And it is the mo- I wept openly in the gym yesterday. I was so <laughs> moved by it. It was so, so beautiful. Yeah. So I think there's something very powerful about human voices at Christmas, especially if they're in harmony. Oh, there really is. And it is something, as you as you say there, it's something that I look forward to. Even people, you know, who might not be into sort of the religious side of things, you can appreciate the music. You absolutely can. Mm. So you um, do normally, I should say as well, sing with a big orchestra. You're not bringing an orchestra to Dredd. Uh, Sadly, it's, no. <laughs> it's going to be a much more intimate affair. Tell me about next Friday night. What, what can we expect? God, you've actually said next Friday and that's put the fear oh, of God up my spine. <laughs> I didn't realise it was so soon. Obviously, like, it's my, it's actually, ironically, now I hate to say it, but it's my birthday today. Oh, happy and, birthday. Um, thank you very much. And I kind of moved through December going, I, I, I think everybody finds December a little bit draining just yeah, because yeah. It's, it's the end of the year. We're all a bit tired and it's supposed to be the year you're, the end of the year that you're, you know, drinking mulled wine every day and feeling great about your life and buying presents. And, for me, I get a bit of a boost of energy the midway through the month because it's my birthday. And I've been counting down to this concert and my brain literally cannot conceive of time itself at the moment. <laughs> I literally don't, I don't know where the 22nd of December is. So now that I have a placement for it, thank you for that. <laughs> um, I have the pleasure of getting uh, accompanied by my incredible cousin, Lorcan Cleary. He's an internationally acclaimed concert pianist. He's the most magnificent musician he has music in his bones, obviously, not just from a family perspective, but he is literally just born with this capacity to play anything. I was listening to voice notes he was sending me last night of what he'll be playing, and 
they're, it's just exquisite and um, he will be uh, it'll be our first time professionally working together since he kind of got out of his training as a concert pianist and he's uh, has been working the last four years or so and I've obviously been in the industry a little bit longer, but in a different side of the industry. So mm. it's a kind of a finally a meeting of worlds for both of us. And that's really magic, Sinead, because when you get to work with family, obviously it comes with all of the other parts of those uh, deeper psychologies. But it's really lovely. You know, you mm. do feel like you kind of know them because you have known them. And then you're working together and talking about the work. And then I also have a very special guest. I'm not going to say who it is, but I honestly feel like half the people who are coming have already guessed who it is. Mm-hmm. So and I actually got a message from a close friend who said, I think I know who this is and I'm going to say, is it, I'm going to ask you. Um, and they were correct. So I, I feel like there's half the people who will come will be, not be surprised, but she's very important. She's very uh, brilliant and very special to me. So she will be renditioning a, a couple of brilliant, brilliant songs that oh, people will love. I think I know who it is. Duet. I together. think I, you may have mentioned her already in this chat. Oh, I don't know. Potentially. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm loving that. I'm loving oh, that. Um, <laughs> so, yes, and we'll have mulled wine, we'll have mince pies and a handful of little festive readings because uh, Christmas is all about the songs and the films. Yes. But so few people remember to read a couple of the books as well if they have the time, which nobody has the time for. So I'm going to read a couple of that. extracts of like, it was the night before Christmas, oh, Christmas carols all those bits. Oh, yeah. I'm loving that. Now you're going to perform exclusively mm. on 11 to 1. <laughs> give us give us a little bit of a, of a of a hint of what you're going to perform for me. I think I'll probably now that we've mentioned the classics. My my absolute all time favourite. Uh, if I hear him at all, any time from March to December, I get into a Christmas mood and it's Nat King Cole. <gasps> yes. I think he has the most magnificent voice. Dot com final stop and I recently did a cover of his Stardust and it just melted me learning it I was like this is the most gorgeous song that's ever been sung so I'll probably do a rendition of the Christmas song which is my definitive uh, Christmas has begun tune okay take it away take it away the stage is yours (laughs) the virtual one (laughs) chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh. And every mother's child is going to spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. 
Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Oh, I'm melting here in the chair. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. We have the Goodwins much. and the Coxes in uh, on 086-1800-658 saying, can't wait to hear and see Juliet on the 22nd. So there you go. You've got a fan club here on the text and WhatsApp, which is lovely to get as well. Oh, Juliet, that was stunning. Absolutely stunning. And we're in for so much more on the 22nd. Thank Indeed. you so much for yes. taking time out on your Not birthday as well to have a it's chat with me on the show. A lovely thing to do on a birthday is to talk to you, Sinead. Ah, thank um, you so much. Thank you so much for having me and happy Christmas yes. and all the best wishes to you. You too. You too. Thanks a million. Julia Crosby, absolutely fantastic. The tickets are flying out the door. Flying. Drihid.com. That's where you're going to get them. 22nd of December, 8pm. And it's going to be a lovely mulled wine and mince pie reception. What more could you want in the run up to Christmas? The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore. L-M-F-M. Loud County Council have launched its seasonal Christmas waste management campaign this week and it's running throughout December and into the early part of the new year. It's a campaign aiming to promote responsible waste management during the festive season and some local school students have written poetry about it. Helena Mullins and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are in the town hall in Dundalk to find out more. Morning Helena. Yes Sinead, we're getting plenty of tips here from the lovely students who have taken part this year in the wonderful poetry competition. So I'm going to talk to Paula now, who is the Cahirlik. So Paula Butterley, I'm sure you have enjoyed taking part in uh, or like overseeing all this today. So what have you learned maybe about waste management or food waste this year from the students? Well, apart from being a very enjoyable and fun morning with the with the children from the primary schools across the county, I think children have an amazing ability to draw your attention to something that seems like so much common sense. This this year's initiative was around food waste. Kids have reminded us we should be clearing our plates, eating our food, or maybe not cooking as much and throwing it away at the end of the day. So it was amazing clarity and something that we all know about. We often think about it, but do we do it enough? That is it, that is it. And I suppose we, um, we definitely got some great uh, great talent as well. They really do have a way with words. And I think it's lovely to see them uh, develop that skill with this poetry competition? I think their use of language has been phenomenal, considering we're talking about primary school children, so no one any more than 11 or 12 years of age. And the way they were able to grasp that concept and use the language to make it so effective, I think their teachers should be proud. The mums, dads, grannies, granddads, everybody that's here should be so proud of them. But above all, they should be proud of themselves. So I hope they get a really big cheer when they get back to their schools. They certainly will. And they got some prizes and lots of sweets to share with the rest of the class, which is so lovely and encouraging. And I'll definitely be thinking about when I host Christmas this year that I do not want too much waste because last year I made (laughs) so many variations of potatoes. There was a little bit of waste, to say the least. (laughs) Don't we all do that? I think when I go out to do the shopping, I might be a little bit more mindful what I put in the basket in the first place because, like you, I make far too many variations of potatoes. But I also think that Armageddon is coming and I pile the basket full as if I need to stock up for two weeks, not one day. So perhaps I'll be a little bit more mindful this year. We certainly will. Well, we're getting all the tips and tricks, but of course, stay tuned to the LMFM Airways because we will have the winning poems 
recited all in the lead up to Christmas. But of course, we'll hear some more from the rest here at Anton Arts Centre. It's back to you in studio for now, Sinead, and I'll be with you again shortly with more from these talented students. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Helena. We will be catching up with her again after 12 and a little more festive hits as well. Coldplay, Bruce Springsteen and lots more to come. The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's your We'll be going back in time to 1901 very shortly but first let's get back to the festive tunes shall we? All of that one as well Christmas lights with Coldplay now it's time to go back in time LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows Senator Windows products will help you create a secure comfortable energy efficient home you're proud of call 0818 on this day in 1901 Guglielmo Marconi sends the first transatlantic radio signal from Cornwall to Newfoundland in Canada he's an Italian inventor known for his pioneering work and his inventions gained him the 1909 Nobel Prize in Physics and it's National Poncietta Day a day to celebrate the ever popular red flower used around the Christmas holiday season LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows creating the perfect home is a journey let us guide you visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms discover more at senatorwindows.ie if you entered our competition running on social media in association with the Gateway Hotel in Dundalk I will have details of the winners right after Niall Horan Niall Horan, Slow Hands on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, if you entered this competition on Facebook, today is the day. Yes, we have teamed up with the Gateway Hotel in Dundalk. They've just launched a new mouth-watering selection of all-day dining menus for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And you can find out more about them on thegatewayhotel.ie. We were running uh, some great prizes we had as well for this competition on our social media. And first up, we had four two course midweek lunches for two people to give away so I've got four winners here first up Mary Johnson also Adrian Goss Martin Brady and Nuala Shekleton you are all getting a two course midweek lunch for two people at the Gateway absolutely fabulous the second thing on the list here is a three course evening meal for two people with an arrival cocktail as well per person and that's all with thanks to the Gateway as well and Rachel Douglas you are winning that that is fabulous and that'll be nice in the run up to Christmas as well and the big one it was a fabulous night's day for two people in an executive room with a three course evening meal bed and breakfast as well and a bottle of chilled Prosecco and that is going to Jacqueline McGovern so congratulations to everyone and a big thank you to everyone involved at the Gateway Hotel in Dundalk all the details of that by the way gatewayhotel.ie The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi I'm Max Oscar winner Natalie Portman stars alongside another Oscar winner Julianne Moore in their new film May December which is now available to watch on Sky Cinema having achieved so much success in her career we asked Natalie what the most challenging role she's taken on has been I studied and and so it was crazy to get to witness Julia up close and get to see it and luckily thank God my character is like studying her character (laughs) I just got to like watch and be like I want to copy that Lionsgate is sharpening its tools 
rules for yet another Saw installment. The studio has set a date for Saw 11 with the franchise's Instagram account announcing a September 27th, 2024 release date for the series. The latest installment, Saw 10, was a surprise critical hit for the franchise, becoming the first in the series to win over critics and earn a fresh Rotten Tomatoes score. Zac Efron got his star on the Walk of Fame last night in Hollywood. He spoke about Matthew Perry during his speech. I want to mention someone that's not here today, and that's Matthew Perry, who was so kind and generous with me while we worked on 17 again. Uh, collaborating with him in Burst Years was, it was so much fun, and it really did propel me and motivate me in, in so many ways. It, it really pushed me into the next chapter of my career, and for, for that, thank you so much, Matthew. Uh, thinking about you a lot today. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, nice tribute to Matthew Perry. Loved that movie as well with the two of them, 17 again. Absolutely brilliant. Now, we are going to be returning to the town hall to Anthon in Dundalk. Helena Mullins is there because Louth County Council have launched its seasonal Christmas waste management campaign and the Students in the schools around the Louth area have been involved in writing poetry. We'll catch up with Helena next. The 11 to 1 show. Helena Mullins and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are in on Thon Dundalk this morning. They're finding out more about responsible waste management this festive season. Louth County Council have launched its seasonal Christmas waste management campaign and the students there have been involved in writing poetry around this subject and there's a big competition happening down there. Yes, Sinead, we just had the recitals of all the wonderful winning poems and I cannot wait for our listeners to hear some of the fantastic um, words that these kids speak. And they're only from fourth, fifth and sixth class. I can see why these winners stood out as well. And of course, I'm going to have a chat now with Paula Gribben. She's the Environmental Awareness Officer overseeing this project. So um, there's been a lot of preparation for all of the students and a lot of reading, I'm sure, done by yourselves in order to get to this day. Yes, Lena, thank you. We're very, very lucky to have such talented um, young people in our county. And as you heard earlier, um, and you're going to hear uh, in the future, uh, their their lovely poems and how they recite them. Yes, there was a lot of preparation to this. Um, um, doesn't just go off just like that. Um, but um, we've really enjoyed it and we've had a great um, amount of uh, participants enter into the competition so um it was very difficult to to judge um you know the 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 winning entries but um we found it very difficult but we we got there in the end a lot of nighttime reading i'm sure with the with the poems <laughs> a lot of careful consideration yes. exactly exactly but the, um, but the yeah. food but the theme this year is food waste so we went very much around the children's contributions towards that and their great ideas around sustainable Christmas. It's lovely to look at it with such fresh young eyes and I'm sure that we all get reminded I know it seems like common sense as um, Paula had alluded to earlier the Cahirla Paula Butterley when I was talking to her but it is uh, something that we sometimes need reminding of because we overdo it every year. Every year I think everybody's the same we overshop on basics and we just don't need it and then it's all thrown out and um, really so you know some of the tips I would would suggest is that don't overshop please you know um, use your leftovers freeze your leftovers and look up online for lovely recipes 
that's it. De- definitely. Loads of tantalised taste buds out there. But of course, I also have Finbar, um, Finbar Gethins. We, as the SEO here, um, what have you thought about this morning yourself? Yeah, no, I thought it was fantastic to hear uh, the views of young people and, and a creative way of young people bringing a really important message through to and home to their families and through their communities and the schools. Uh, 25% of the food that's produced in the world actually goes to waste. Um, and if you think of the amount of energy, water, uh, uh, climate um, issues that that causes, uh, and not only that, when that food waste then goes to landfill, it creates um, greenhouse gases. And, that, and the food waste that goes to, to landfill creates between 8 and 10% of the greenhouse gases uh, in our climate. So it's of real importance that we sort of tackle this issue. Certainly is. And there are some really good statistics that, that it's good to, to make ourselves aware of. And I suppose what tips have really stood out for you with all the kids looking with fresh eyes, new ideas, which has is, which is really come to the fore for you and tips that maybe we can give to our listeners? I suppose it's, it's, it's the old ideas that come back uh, just with a fresh thought on it. And one of the poems talks about composting. And I suppose during the wintertime, we don't think about actually using our composting, but it's very possible that we can use it. Um, another one about freezing and using it to make stock, which is a great idea. And I know that's one that we use at home where, you know, potato peelings and peelings from the carrots and all the rest go into a bag, go into the freezer. And then when we have enough, we make a stock. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having a chat with me there. That is Finbar Gethins, the SEO, and Paula Gribbins, who is the Environmental Awareness Officer here. And what a wonderful morning with some of the students. I'm going to have a chat now with some of the pupils who have been taking part or um, and just round up today, which has been so wonderful. But make sure to stay tuned to the airwaves where you will see some of the wonderful recitals of the winning poems here for this competition which was launched today by the Loud County Council which is the seasonal Christmas waste management social media campaign. Talk to you again shortly. Bye-bye. Thank you so much Helena and we look forward to hearing some of the students a little bit later on. Now back to some festive tunes. Dean Martin, let it snow, let it snow. Just want to let people know, Drogheda and District Chamber Charity Christmas Business Lunch is happening on Friday, this coming Friday, December 15th in the D Hotel Drogheda from 12.45pm. The funds raised this year are going to the Trader Lodge Daycare Centre and this year's speaker is Endurance Athlete and Mountaineer Enda O'Doherty. So for more information and to book tickets, you can email brenda at drogheda.chamber.ie. So that is happening this Friday in the D Hotel. I want to send you and a pal along to Beauty and the Beast, the Panto, all the details of our competition on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Uh, Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town we're going to be returning to Dundalk town as the Louth County Council uh, Council has launched its seasonal Christmas waste management social media campaign we're going to be checking in with Helena who will be joined by some of the students who took part in a poetry competition all about food waste management so we're going to catch up with her next The 11 to 1 show this time of the year can mean a lot of waste is building up at home and in businesses. Louth County Council have launched its seasonal Christmas waste management social media campaign this week and they're promoting responsible waste management over the festive season. Lena Mullins and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are in on Thorn Dundalk and they're meeting some students who took part in a poetry competition as part of this campaign. Yes, Sinead, I did have to get talking to some of the talented students who took part in this competition. It doesn't happen overnight. Charlotte, you're from one of the schools here um, in the, the northeast. So tell us about your own participation. Did you did it take a long time to write this poem? 
Uh, well, we only had a few days to do it, so I think we had like two days to do it. So, Good girl. Uh, <clears throat> I had a day to do it, and then I went in, and I wasn't really about food saving, so my teacher helped me fix it up, and I went home and I fixed it up. And yeah. Anna, you all set for Christmas yourself? Yeah. And did you maybe say to yourself, I'm getting loads of new tips now, so you'll be thinking more mindfully when you come up to Christmas? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No excess toys or <laughs> things like that? No. No? Good girl, Charlotte. And I suppose, Rose, how, wh- wh- what did you make of being part of the competition? Did you learn something new? Yeah, like not to buy too much or you leave too much food spare. Yeah. And not to, like, just buy for the sake of buying. Exactly. Too much is too much. Even with toys as well. Waste management with excess toys or excess um, clothes even at Christmas. Did you get some nice outfit for Christmas? Not yet. Not yet. Or you might reuse something that you had before, will you? Probably. Good girl. Good girl. And I, I have Owen here as well. Did you have fun taking part in this competition? Yes. Yeah? What was the most enjoyable part? Uh, writing the poem. Good man. And so you've your way with words now at being in the top to the top three for, for the North East as well. So well done to you. Um, and what did you learn when you took part in this competition? Uh, to not, um, to put recyclables in the recycling bin and, and uh, food waste into the food waste bins and not leave them in the wrong bins or on the floor. Good man, good man. And of course, we have Tom as well. Uh, did you have a good day this morning? Yeah, it was so fun. Good. And are you enjoying some of the nice food and preparations that they have here for Christmas? Yes, the food's yeah. delicious. <laughs> good. And we've taken some goodie bags home because we cannot have any food waste. Isn't that right, Tom? That's right. <laughs> good. So what did you learn taking part in this competition? Well, I already knew about, like, wasting food and all, but I never really thought about, like, overbuying and all. So that's, I've definitely learned more about that. Good on you. Well, listen, have a happy Christmas, kids, and keep up the creative writing. You really are a very talented bunch. And, uh, yeah, well done. Well done. And thank you so much for having a chat with me. And, of course, I have Ashling Nihlu on as well, who is um, a, a teacher in the Haggertown area. So a lot of preparation goes into this. Like, there's an awful lot to get through in the school year. And then you have this wonderful competition. So tell us a little bit about the preparation for the students. Absolutely. Well, Helena, we thought it was a very worthwhile competition to enter um, because it got the children writing, writing poetry and also learning a bit about recycling as well. So we ran an internal competition in school to choose the winning entry and it was Owen and another child who went forward to this competition today. And then we received the great news that Owen received third place in the competition. So we're very proud of him. In that St. is Fergie. fantastic. And I love that. And we've lots, lots of proud parents and, of course, students or uh, other teachers as well. But um, there's a lot of preparation. Uh, like, and do you really see maybe creative writing being a thing that is developed through competitions like this? Absolutely. And to be honest, um, the children did most of the work themselves. So we had a competition in the school, as I said. We had a kind of a brainstorm in the class, talked about recycling, particularly around Christmas time and what, what we can do with leftover food around Christmas time, how we can reduce waste from... It that point of view and to be honest the children did all the work themselves which was brilliant excellent excellent and i suppose well, parent here proud parent you're looking which one is your child now rose rose is my daughter there now oh, rose lovely from colin yeah. fantastic and were you proud of what she produced so proud so proud um yeah and she did it all herself and that's being honest um she came home she said she was going to enter the poetry competition that was in school and literally produced the poem there and then. No edits, no changes, and it really got the whole family talking and 
thinking about food waste, extra buying, extra purchases. So, um, yeah, no, it affected the full family, so it did. So it's great. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. It has a ripple effect and it had you thinking, which is good. Yeah. So what maybe will you take to the Christmas dinner table this year that you've learned from this poetry competition? We will be taking a lot less to the dinner table. Yes, definitely. Nice <laughs> a lot less um, because there is a lot of wastage in the whole lot. And the kids, the three kids decided this year that their Santa list will actually be a Santa list of five um, to help reduce. So it's something I want, something I wear, something to read, something to share. And what's the last one, Rose? Oh, and something I need. So that's their Santa list, is the five items on it. Yeah. Well, that is yeah. wonderful news. I love that line. Yeah. I'm going to have to get that and post that up on our social media because I think we all need to learn plenty. And we have learned plenty from the wonderful students all across Louth. So this is the Louth County Council who have launched its seasonal Christmas waste management social media campaign this week. And wow, it really is getting us all thinking and making sure that we have no waste or nearly virtually zero waste coming up to Christmas. It's back to you in the studio for now, Sinead, and be sure to tell our listeners to tune into the airwaves where you can hear the winning poems. But congratulations to all of the guys who have placed here today. So we also had Charlotte, Rose, Owen and Tom having a chat with me. And of course, Rose's mummy and Ashley Nihuan, who is one of the teachers here as well. We'll talk to you again shortly, Sinead. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Helena, there. And fantastic results there from the students. We're learning so much about food waste management and we will have the poems live on LMFM over the next couple of weeks. Back to the music. Here's Rima, Selena Gomez. Calm down. FM's 11 to 1. Lindsay, you are going along to the Panto. I'm not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, but it was true. The clock does actually come to life in the film adaptations of Beauty and the Beast. So congratulations to you. Picture this with this Christmas finishing the show for today. Thank you so much for your company and to all the guests. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app.